everyone, and welcome to another episode of GadgetCast. We're now in 2020, in the future, bringing in the new year. I am Gregory McFadden, joined by my co-host, Travis MCP. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Uh, I hope that y'all have had a great and successful and safe Happy New Year. Uh, that's what's important. So let's let's keep that going. Yeah, it's not like World War Three or anything started just yet. Not yet. We're still not yet. We're still alive. You know. Fingers crossed. Fingers are uh, crossed. Fingers crossed that nothing bad happens. You know, the funny thing is, like, uh, I was looking at our podcast numbers over the last um, couple of weeks, and they are just continuing to grow, which is amazing to me. I mean, I guess I shouldn't be surprised. We are amazing. But uh, the good news is, for people that are watching now or listening or whatever you're doing to uh, to get this podcast, we don't have no idea how you're getting this. If some dude in on New York is selling these on in CDs on the streets and you just paid $20 for this, let me know. Yeah, it's not me. I don't live close to New York or anything like that. So it couldn't be me out there on the streets uh, peddling. I feel like someone is bootlegging these. And and (laughs) someone's bootlegging our podcast. And if they are, that's great. Good for them. You should have done that for CES. You should have just been on the show floor. Like That's what I might do. CDs. Maybe that's what I do. Like gadget cast. (laughs) So that's the thing. So I have so much, I have so much technology that's going with me. Like I have a camera that's, you know, I have my camera. I have an action camera. I have like three different types of ways of capturing audio, including like a digital recorder, which I, I you know, I, I got a long time ago just in case. But I could do like interviews for the podcast with that and we can just plop the audio in. So I might do that. I'm also going to try to get some of these folks into future podcasts, which I think is going to be super exciting for the show for a few people in the future who are tired of hearing just me and you. Um, and here's some other people that are interesting. How, how could they possibly be tired of hearing us at this I point? I mean, I'm making that up. I'm sure yeah. no one's tired of hearing us. They're they're clamoring for us. They're listening every week. The numbers are keep going up. They're they're happy. We haven't had a we haven't had a guest on yet, so people must be pretty happy with the sounds of our of our voices. Otherwise, I don't know why they're listening. Still have a five star rating on Apple Podcasts. <laughs> at this point, awesome. you, every time you say it now, I get nervous because yeah. now as we get more and more people, the troll will eventually show up. I, I see and like the more yeah, I see like the number did. of like Oh, another review. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, five stars. All right, we're good. Yeah, I'm, wait- I'm waiting. There's gonna, It's going to happen. Someone's going to hate this show eventually to where they're like, one star, and it's going to bring the, the five star down to like a 4.0 and be like, no, come that on. That is so funny. Yeah, Why would no, you do it's, such um, a thing to me? <laughs> I appreciate you, Apple Monster. He says we're both awesome, and I appreciate Thank that. you, Apple Monster. I really appreciate Smart. that. Hey, if, if, if you are listening and you want to make sure I retain my five star rating, if you want to keep Greg happy... Go into uh, Apple Podcasts, even if you don't use Apple Podcasts. You know what? Steal someone's iPhone, log in on their account. Just be like, hey, yes. I got to do something real quick. Uh, let me go to GadgetCast. You know, if you have a significant other, you know, when, when they're sleeping, just take their iPhone, give a GadgetCast a five-star yes. rating, and, uh, you know, tweet about it, too. I think that's us. important. I think if, it's if important you do, do that, that, I'll give you a shout-out. You know, I want, like, proof, though. Like, just take, like, a picture of, like, we like need your, a pic- Yeah, we need a picture like your of wife's your sleeping iPhone. That's not creepy. <laughs> we need pictures of your sleeping uh, significant others yeah, while, while, while she's sleeping too, <laughs> or husband or whatever. You know, doesn't matter. Uh, you can steal your friend's iPhone and do it. That's that's cool. <laughs> Preferably not while they're sleeping though. That might be a little creepy. Yeah, I mean, listen, don't do anything. Don't break the law at this point. I mean, you know, maybe. Gadgetcast is like not going to pay for your lawsuits. I'll tell you that much. Uh, no, we, can't. <laughs> we definitely don't have the budget for that. No. No. So, but real quick, I want to talk a little bit about CES because it's yeah, going to be fun. I'm, I'm getting in like that. a day after the so the big the big creators, some of them which are already there. It's funny I watch on my Twitters that uh, a lot of the bigger creators are there. Landed like either yesterday or today. I'm getting there tomorrow, um, <clears throat> and I'm excited about going 
I have like one thing that I have to do and then a bunch of things that I kind of want to do. And then most of the rest of the time is just going to be walking around in awe. And I just realized also that unfortunately I'm not there for very long on Thursday. So, so little so that I'm not even sure if I'm going to be able to see the, the floor on Thursday. Like I'm, I have to be at the airport at like noon or something like that or noon, I think. So, uh, and I think the floor opens at like nine, which means, you know, I got to get into account, you know, I got to figure that whole mess out. Um, but at least Tuesday and Wednesday, both full days, I'll be able to check all that stuff out. Plus a lot of the stuff after the fact, I have a couple of, um, creator friends, big friends, big creator friends, and also creator friends around my size that I'm meeting up with. So anyone on my YouTube channel, YouTube stories, please check that out. What's up scoop the bowler on Twitter tweets watching there. So, so um, Dr. DeVoe says, I know my mom's info. I could rate you with her <laughs> Apple account. If you, if you do that, if you do that, Dr. DeVoe, uh, in the, in the review, just say, you know, like five stars for mom and, and we'll know it's, there you, you go. That's, that's, the that, that's appropriate. There you go. That's appropriate. I'll tweet it um, out. But Vegas, Vegas is funny for me because, uh, previously I've only ever gone for work. This is the first time that I've gone to Vegas of my own accord, even though it is kind of work, I guess work for the channel, but it's still something that I chose to do. I, I typically can't stay there much longer than three days. It's like eating too much cookie dough. It's like pretty cool at first and then you get sick after a while. So I always have to leave on the third day anyway. So this is actually probably going to work out for me. But I do know a couple of people um, that either watch my channel or listen to pod uh, our podcast or something in Vegas. So I hope to uh, to high five a couple of those uh, people out there. It should be uh, lots of fun uh, when I get out there tomorrow. tomorrow. Wow. By the time a lot of people are listening to this podcast, which it will go up on Monday. Uh, yeah. I'm so excited. Like I see all the big creators like tweeting, like I'm going, this is like my eighth CES. And I'm just like, ah, why didn't I go? What, what was wrong with me? I try next, to tell you, man, year. I try next to tell year. you next year for sure. Next year I'll be there. I'll, I have to, that's right. The The problem is, and I tell everyone this, they, they really did change the requirements for like YouTubers at like the last minute, last like, second, like yeah. very like inconvenient to like book a hotel as Travis knows. Cause he had to do it. Oh my God. So I was looking into <laughs> it and I was just like, you know what? This is just too much pain for me to go through right now. I'm I'm just gonna I'm just gonna swallow it and then just but you know next year I know I'm ready I know the requirements are gonna be there for me now so now next year yeah. I, I can book that way in advance and have everything ready to go and and I yeah. like Travis you know I want to meet people you know I want to I want to get there I've never been to Vegas either so that should Ooh. be interesting I'm well, on that's the overwhelming Coast, you know, to do so, all of that in one yeah. shot I mean Vegas in and of itself is an overwhelming thing you might want to get there even a day or two earlier than that just to acclimate. Um, but I mean, if, if Vegas is overwhelming to begin with, once you get there and you put like a hundred or 200, I don't know how many they say, like a hundred thousand people or something going to be there. Something crazy across multiple hotels, <clears throat> multiple, like convention center, every, like everywhere. That is just an overwhelming situation. And to have never been, I've never been to CES, but I've been to Vegas like two or three times. So the Vegas thing is, is going to kind of get fly over my head, like whatever. But for you, like everything, it's going to be so much it'll be good like it'll be exciting and stuff but man that's going to be like an overwhelming now the other thing is the other problem is for you next year you will have sponsors like getting you there and you're gonna have to do specific stuff right now i got one sponsor which a bench which basically just pays for my trip and then everything else is going to be free and and you know meeting people and stuff like that next year me and you will have like like did you read andrew edwards a tweet what he said today no he so someone was like, Hey, I hope to hang out with you. And I know this by Andrew, man, he, he's a business guy. He says, man, I'm pretty much from morning to night sponsor, um, meetings like the entire time. I'm like, yeah. he's, he's yeah. got to pay for that new Mac <clears throat> pro somehow. He's, you know, he's struggling out there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. He, he needs some help. Uh, no, Trenton yeah. says he needs an event to be located in the Midwest for once. That would be cool. Leo. Like in yeah. Chicago. 
no reason not to have one in Chicago. I don't know why no one does that. Yeah, I mean, they barely have any like tech events in New York City. I remember when I was like really young, my dad took me to like one, and I can't remember what it was. It was at like the Jacob Javits Center, and I got to see like the PS3 like before like it was out. And that was just like mm. mind blowing to me when I was younger. I was like, whoa, it's, it's, I can see it and I can play it and it's, <laughs> I can't buy it. <laughs> so see, it's going to be like the same thing. You're going to see all this amazing tech and it's like, ah, is this even going to, is this even going to be on market for me to buy? So you, are you well, like excited to see anything? Not specifically. So I have a, I have a standing invite for the company that makes a couple of the arcade systems that I have. Remember the, the arcade stuff I have in my back room. So I have a standing invite for one of those companies that I'm going to go um, hang out with and see their stuff. And then I know that other company is going to have some stuff, but by and large, like I, I've kind of kept, I've kind of kept away from everything. I really just want to catch it in the first, I, I need to know what's going in before I go, to be honest, because I need to know what, where to go. But I am just for the first day going to go around. Um, I'm hoping that I'll find a companion, one of my maybe creative friends that can walk with me so I don't get just completely lost. Because the thing is, it's not all in one convention center. And that's the bad thing. So, uh, there, I mean, it, the main part is in the Las Vegas Convention Center. However, unlike most conventions, what is actually happening is, is that's just the main part. And then there's like five or six other of the main hotels that have other parts of the convention and you have to some of them are quite a ways away like walking is a possibility but not always depending um you're losing time on travel so unlike a convention of any kind like a comic-con or pax or something like that where it's all essentially in one little area this is across the entire strip and um it's it's you really have to kind of go in with a battle plan which i do not have <laughs> I, I mean i know a little bit about where i need to go and what i want to go see but other than that, dude, I am walking in blind and this is going to be a crap show. I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you. Yeah. Um, geez. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's partly the reason why I didn't go either. It's like it was just so last minute. And then it's like, well, what am I going to cover there? And I'm like looking at all this stuff. And it was, yeah, it just went like it overwhelmed me. And I was like, I, I can't yeah. think about this right now. It's too much for yeah. me to like process. Um, oh, oh, thanks for tech for your needs. Who gave us a review on the podcast. Appreciate oh, that. no. Oh no! It's got to be five stars. <laughs> Hold on. You just gave him anxiety. <laughs> Hold on. We're gonna we're gonna see if it's still five. Stars. A real live check. Yeah, sorry, folks. It's the. <laughs> it's I, I don't think it nightmares. went through yet. All right, it'll take a little oh, okay. bit. Okay. But uh, next next show, I'll update you. We still have five stars. <laughs> like I do every show. What the count? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh C my CS, god. Yes, it's like, and it's hard to know like what to pay attention to from like, I, I mean, obviously I've never been, but just, just like based on like past reports of like people who report it, um, mm. there's so much stuff that'll like grab your eye just because it's like new and interesting, mm -hmm. but there's also a lot of stuff that just like doesn't matter. And it's like never, it, there's like no market for it. So it's never going to be a product that's going to be available to purchase. And yeah, kind of uh, from what I understand, that's actually the case quite a bit. Yeah. Like a lot of these products will never see the light of day, which is crazy. Yeah, and, and sometimes it's just a way to show off like, hey, we can do this. Even though it's not going to be a product to sell, it is like a celebration of technology itself saying this tech exists. Or you see like tech that rolls out that, you know, maybe doesn't get put into a product for like four years and it's in an, an entirely different way. But like these these people like innovated here and, and you can kind of see that. Yeah. What's up, Brandon, on Twitter, seeing us, watching us on Periscope. And uh, Tech Free Need says you have to check and see if it's a five star. But yeah, a lot of there's so there's an actual event tomorrow um, that's like for it's it sounds like Shark Tank 
because I should read it to you. At <clears throat> one of the events, are like they they picked ten companies, ten startups to pitch for four minutes in in front of some people, and I don't know what one of the companies actually is local to me. But it, and they have all different types of tech, and they're all pitching something. And like I said, it sounds just like Shark Tank. But in the email, I don't really understand anything else other than these ten companies, which they showed me what they were and what kind of things they, they're pitching. And that's about it. They don't go, well, the winner gets this or anything. Nothing. Like, I, I know nothing else about it. I'm like, I'm gonna, I might be there for that, though. I might watch that because you know they're going to be sweating. They're like, this is our chance. Yeah, I'm, like, yeah, I'm getting, like, anxiety what? just hearing you say that. There's going to be, like, in front of so many people they have to do, like, these, like, four-minute pitches about their company yeah. and, like, 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 their entire future is on the line. It really could be. <laughs> it legitimately could be. Here, let me see if I can pull up that email because that, that might be That sounds like that Apple show, which, uh, what was it, Planet of the Apps, and they, like, had to, like, ride down, like, an elevator. This was before uh, Apple TV plus before they got good at it and like that'll like ride down an elevator and like pitch to like like a gary vaynerchuk is <laughs> like oh. yeah oh my god that'd be terrible all right look i got the email okay it's the showstoppers event so showstoppers is a pretty big event but i guess they have a launch.it event and it says quick reminder we're looking forward to seeing you tomorrow at the launch it event <clears throat> the judges selected 10 companies to pitch for four minutes each the first one is Aeronext from tokyo a drone architecture research lab that develops flying robots and air mobility by employing its original center of gravity oh, control sorry, technology. Sorry, next, next. No, they're not getting exactly. it. Exactly. Caregiver <laughs> Smart Solutions from New York. And the aging in place phenomenon has placed added stress on adult children who are unable to easily afford and monitor their loved ones. I mean, our, next. I, I can see the, the need for that. <laughs> okay. D3. <laughs> we're, look, we're the judges. No. Nope, you guys have already lost. Investing. We're not even there yet. Okay. Uh, D3 Products from St. Clair, uh, Michigan, I think, transforming your furniture into a powerful charging platform with audio, video, USB, and wireless charging technology. I'm already interested you're, in that. You're into that? You, you want like the wireless couch where like you drop your Why phone not? on it and just Hell start yeah. charging? Let's go. It's going to yes. like explode under that. you. <laughs> I, so far, they're my number one. Uh, next one, Future Rocket from Tokyo. Simple, easy AI camera for small businesses. I mean, okay. okay. I'm into that those. AI camera. That, that sounds cool. But we already have kind of those things. Okay. Groove X, also from Tokyo, robot startup that develops L O V O T, affectionate family robot. That's kind of creepy. Whoa. Uh, I don't know that we need, you need that. to. You need to cover that. You need to be there. I, I'm, I'll try. You need to. Uh, Intervid Labs from Durham, uh, a cooking platform powered by connected devices that brings safety and simplicity to the kitchen. Okay. All right. iWater Tech from California, leveraging IoT technology to enable effortless water conservation without sacrifice or trying to change human behavior. Boring conservation. <laughs> Come on. I fell asleep reading it. Okay. M Mui Lab from Kyo a lot of Jap Japanese companies. Hey, man, Japan. And IoT, uh, go Japan. An IoT design startup that develops calm interfaces for peaceful living, whose concept stems from Moishin in the Taoism philosophy. <laughs> What? I'm in. <laughs> okay, moving moving on. Pulseware from New York, makers of Dreamon. Uh, oh, Dreamon. An easy-to-use wearable that helps people fall asleep faster without the use of drugs. That's actually use, useful. How? how? <clears throat> Some people don't know how to sleep. No, but how does it make you fall asleep faster? It doesn't say I got to go watch like, it. I got to like go What could see. it possibly be doing? Like that is such... It's, it's probably a thing you put on your head. I feel like that's such nonsense. Like what is... <laughs> Maybe... It, shocks your brain or something who knows oh this this last one i'm interested in not only because um, of what it is but it's local to me redmond washington there which is go. like 20 minutes from my house 
So I, I hope to put a hand to a face on this one. Uh, maker of the sustainable smartphone with a four-year warranty. I want to know what that even means. I think I've heard about that one previously. Really? Yeah. It's it's all. It's called Terra TerraCube. <clears throat> name's not ringing a bell. I remember like some someone is trying to make like a smartphone that was all about like sustainability and, and like all this stuff. I, I'm gonna see if um, I can. If, if it looks interesting, you. Uh, I want to see on, if I can honest, make a connection there. You need to check out all the toilet tech that's gonna be there. We know. Yeah, well, of course. We know you're into that. You're gonna be sitting yes. on all those toilets doing live demos for everyone. Travis, I would. Travis will do it. Don't worry. Don't think I wouldn't. I would, man. I'm you all might. Good. I got my man wipes, my dude wipes. They're in the. They're in the. Oh pack, yeah. Ready to go. You're all ready. You're gonna. You're gonna have the. My dude wipes. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> this is a family friendly show. Clean booty hole. Travis will be very clean. He will not smell. I will be Travis clean. will have deodorant um, on. He will. He will shower the night before. Most of the time. Some people may yeah. not. I hear. You know. I've been to a couple of conventions that weren't tech related, and sometimes people can be smelly. So, you know. That's what I hear. I'm more worried about getting sick and stuff. So yeah, I like, the the CES uh, like crud, crud or whatever. Yeah, you're gonna that. you're gonna I'm, come really... back. Travis gonna come back to Gadgetcast <sighs> next week, and he's gonna be like, "I'm sick. I can't do the show." Like, oh no, <sighs> I'm not looking forward. To you that. know, when you're sick though, you get like more of like a radio voice. Maybe it, maybe it'd be like beneficial. Like people like like sick Travis would be like, "Ah, oh, Travis is sick. He sounded like really nice." Yeah. I actually do have a pretty cool voice when I when it gets. Yeah. I don't want to like. I think there was like one the time like you came on like you you weren't feeling too good, but like I was like, oh, your voice sounds great. Just do that all the time. We have to check out the toilets for people that are part of the toilet squad of FPT. Yeah, right. You know, listen, I got to do the hard work. Yeah, this is toilet cast, Someone and then you have the the toilet squad. Yeah, stock up and start taking vitamin C. Yes, I will be on the vitamin C train. I think I did the. Um, Oh, I have some of that emergency or something around. I need, to, I need to make sure I take it. And the other thing is that really, it's really upsetting. I want to be able to take a bunch of water with me, <clears throat> but you can't. On the airplane, you know, you can't even get past like security, whatever, with water. So you have to wait until you get to Vegas. And then buying water in Vegas is a freaking, is just ridiculous. It's like buying in LA, which is terrible. Yeah. Because you feel the need to drink water all the time. And they're charging like $4 a bottle if you're lucky. Yeah, definitely. Makes me thirsty just thinking about it. <laughs> there, there is something I saw that I was interested in. <clears throat> I'm like trying to go to like a website, but okay, no, it's gonna autoplay, isn't it? I hate when they autoplay. Uh, so Samsung's gonna have like an 8K TV at CES. Oh, I gonna, I'm gonna see it. Yeah. You, oh, you got. Ha <laughs> ha. Ah, that's that's what I want. Did you see that thing? It was like had like no bezel like at all. And it kind of like the stand for it, like reminded me like a lot of like a like an iMac stand it was like flat on the bottom, like mm -hmm. a like, duck foot, and it's like mm -hmm. 8K. Oh, that's gonna be. Listen, first of all, 8K. Well, I, I can't say it until I see it. Well, maybe I'll be impressed by 8K. 8K really like, only makes sense is if your TV's like ginormous. Yeah, like even 100. Yeah, even like 4K. Like you need to get like to like a certain size of TV to where it makes sense, and and especially on like viewing distance, like <clears> most people aren't like right up on their TV. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I can. I mean, how big is this gonna be? It looks so like big from the picture, but it has like no bezels. It's so like thin and stuff too. I'm excited to see it. I'm excited to see it. Um, but I, I you know, listen, it's gonna take a lot to get me away from my OLED. Uh, yeah, it's and, like an and, LCD. I mean, That's is, like for, the disappointing part. Well, not only that, you got to think about like content. Like, if you don't have any content, who cares? I think Andrew has an 8K TV. I should just go over to his house. I think Andrew's tweeted about his AKTV before and said it does like upscale some content and it like makes it look like really nice. So 
could could I'd have to go see it for myself. Potentially do to, it to know if that's true. But yeah, you, yeah, there's gonna be like no 8K <clears throat> content for it for sure. And then um, I mean, can you imagine the streaming? So I actually went over my. Some people were amazed to hear that I have a data cap. Like they were kind yeah, of that's crazy. amazed that Comcast does that. It's a terabyte, so it's reasonable. But I actually did go over it like a month ago for the first time ever. Typically, I was averaging about 600 to 700 gigs a month. Um, but I had a, ba a bad month. I don't know how you look at it. Uh, I had a month that I went over. That's when I started uploading a 4K and doing more live streaming and stuff. Um, and I downloaded some games. And um, I went over. So I was looking into business, uh, Comcast business, which and I, some, people, some people don't know this. It's funny. I see people on Twitter complaining about their upload speeds. Now, one thing that's interesting, it's very difficult, at least on Comcast website, to even see what the upload speed is anymore. They don't even like talk about that because they know most people don't care. Like it's fast enough for most things and most people don't know what it means or what it, but I, as a live streamer and as someone who uploads content need to get something good. Mine right now is five megabits. So um, the video I just uploaded a while ago, I downscaled it to 1080p because I didn't want to take an hour and a half to upload the darn thing. So I downscaled it to 1080p um, and you know, uh, that, that, that whole, like going over, they give you two grace periods and then they start charging you like $10 a gigabit or something. So after a while it gets real expensive. So I'm going to have to get like a business line, which has no caps. And then they, you know, they of course charge you more, but yeah, Ugh, dude, oh, that sounds rough. I'm, I'm, I'm living the dream over here with my gigabit connection, you know, no caps, I can't get that. upload, same. It's great. I love it. It's just uploaded on my phone. It'll be faster. So I'm surprised, you know. Yeah, you should. <laughs> I might actually. I might. I'm gonna. I might try that as a test. That, that's sometime. that's one of the reasons like I don't get excited for like 5G because like I look at like my like data plan like my cellular network and it's like yeah you get like 50 giga 50 gigabytes and then after that we slow you down. It's like thanks. <laughs> like well, what am I gonna be doing on like this 5G <laughs> speed? That's gonna be like it's gonna be like really fast to like download a movie and then they're gonna be like oh no you went over your cap we gotta slow you down so. I don't know. My 5G is so fast, I went over my cap in one day. Yeah, exactly. I like. I, I don't know why to like. Like they need to change that when 5G rolls around, especially because like they like the main plan with like 5G eventually is to like replace like home networks with it because it's going to be so fast that like you can't yeah. have those like you can't have a 50 gigabyte data cap on. <laughs> it's ridiculous. No, I, it's it's crazy. What's going on, Bill? Um, I'm watching on Periscope, uh, and then Trenton says that uh, I need fiber internet. I listen. I looked into it. I can't get it in my particular neighborhood, which is interesting because that's surprising. I I have. I know, especially if you saw my neighborhood, like it's a really nice, I live in a really nice neighborhood. I, I, I think like I own in your the videos least, when you're walking around town, I'm like, yeah, Travis lives in it's a, nice a really area. nice neighborhood. I own the, the least expensive house in a otherwise very nice neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> that's how I got in. I'm like the poor guy. Like, <laughs> like I'm that dude. I actually, did I tell you, did I show you the comment someone left talking about how he had said something like, cause I'd done, I'd shot something outside. And he was like, looking at those houses you live by, man, I'm in the wrong position. It's another rich YouTuber. I'm like, dude, ain't nothing rich about me. But I did work hard and I did work a corporate job. And, you know, I did save money and I didn't go out on Friday nights partying with my friends. And I didn't, you know what I mean? Like, I, it's like, I didn't just fall into this. But uh, I thought that was funny because I'm like, nothing could be further from the truth. The, the reality is, is I kind of overpaid for the house. And then immediately, this when the, when the market crashed, like, I remember very distinctly buying my house. And the realtor, while I'm doing, I'm like, this is like more than my maximum. And she goes, don't worry about it. I've been doing a realty for like 15 years. I've never seen it go down. And within three months, everything dropped. Remember that when the big bubble <laughs> yeah, drop yeah, yeah, popped? Yeah. And within three months, I was upside down on my house. I'm like, this is some BS. <laughs> so then I was trapped paying like 7% uh, more uh, interest 
and uh, paying more interest than I was the actual mortgage for a couple of years until it eventually, now I'm, now I'm doing very well. But um, yeah, it was, it was crazy there for a minute because it was the one thing that we never had to worry about was like, oh, it, you know, it always goes up. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> it stopped. I'm I'm waiting for another one of those crashes. I was I was talking to my fiance the other day and like the the home values are like so high. I'm like, we gotta just wait for another crash. I think we're overdue. <laughs> like, just give us Here's like a couple of years. If uh, for some reason I was out there shopping for houses, I cannot afford my house now. Yeah, that's no, yeah, what's crazy. Yeah. It's like insane right now. I can't afford to buy the house that I have. The the home values <clears throat> right now are like crazy, and they, and they go up like every year like so much. And I'm just like, I just need like another crash to happen so I can move into a new place. <laughs> I'm hard. Bruh. Ah, man. Bruh. Good times. It's good a times. chill day. It's a chill yeah, day for uh, the New Year gadget cast, I think. It's been a pretty... Uh, yeah. 2020. What a cool year. 2020 is cool. Except the war. Thing. Let's call everything 20 from now like Samsung's doing. I mean, let's skip yeah. nine revisions. What? what so... Just, well, okay, so... They've done it before. They've done it before. There was no Note 6. Okay. So there is a precedence of doing There is no stuff. iPhone 9, so... Yet, <laughs> could be. That's the could rumor. Uh, so rumor? S11, which we thought, you know, obviously S11 after S10. Apparently, it's going to be the S20. Um, interestingly enough, you just reviewed a Samsung phone not too long ago on your channel, the A51, if I have that correct. Yes. And yeah. that I'll actually do the full review when I get back from CES. Yeah. But yes, I apparently, did. like mm -hmm. what's interesting to me, like looking at like Samsung versus like like Apple is like you can actually see like a lot of design cues into that lower cost phone that are going to make its way into the flagship, including that like bigger, bigger camera bump, which everyone, you know, kind of looks at and complains about like with the, with the latest galaxy line, like all these different cameras. And I was watching your, your um, video on the a 51 and like, I'm, I was like, Oh, this thing has like three cameras, has like a macro lens and everything like that. And I'm like, I'm trying to figure out, I'm like, how is this phone like $350? Like this looks like a yeah, pretty good right? deal to me. Like I, I was like, I was like trying to look at like the S 20 leaks and I'm like, yeah, the, like the bezels go like a little more to the edge. And I'm like, like what's like the real like difference here? I guess like processor speed was like your main thing about it. Like it's not going to yeah. be as fast as like current flagships, but um, so what do you, what do you think about but that's my thing? Yeah. That's going to be the thing, man. It's going to be, and, it, and Bill says it doesn't have the Apple tax, but that's not necessarily true. There's a Samsung tax too. Remember, this is a Samsung phone that we're talking about, and their Samsung's flagships are almost as expensive as a lot of the Apple phones. So it's not even like that. It's the smartphone tax. It's what people will pay. Um, I'm going to probably be doing a lot more mid-range smartphones uh, reviewing this year because they're becoming more compelling. Yes. I would say some of them are more compelling than the flagships at times. Yeah, and uh, we could talk about the Pixel 4a as well because, um, yep. you know, I, I reviewed the Pixel 4. I said it was okay, but I thought it was, like, a little too expensive for what they're offering. Um, I actually might do an update video on that too as well. I got to do that because I actually found out some more things about it. But um, the, the 4a, like, the design of it, it's, like, this is strange to me. I think the 4a is a better designed phone than, like, the regular 4. Like, and it's, like, crazy <laughs> to me. I'm, like, looking at it. It's going to have, like, a hole-punch display. It basically looks like an S10e which is also a yeah. phone I reviewed uh, last year. And I thought that was like a great phone. I, I Everyone was going for like the more expensive Samsung flagship. So I, you know, I, I did a zag. I went for like the, the cheaper model and I was like really impressed by that phone. And, and like um, some of the other people who ended up reviewing it later basically agreed with me saying like, hey, it had like a, a fingerprint scanner on the side of that phone. And it was like super yeah. fast. And the flagship ones had like a in-screen one that was kind of slow mm -hmm. and unreliable. And it was almost like, yeah, yeah like if, if you don't mind the size, which a lot of people do, honestly, but if you didn't mind the size, like that was like an 
excellent phone, like a really good value at the time. Uh, it came with like two cameras as well. And, and just, yeah, that phone like really impressed me for what Samsung was offering there. And it looks like the four, the, the 3A I liked a lot too. It was like a $400 phone, which is, you know, in the realm of that um, A51, which you reviewed, which I was also looking at going, well, that's like, that looks like a pretty good deal. But yeah, the 4A like has like a hole punch display and the regular four has like a big like forehead on it. Like I, I can't, yeah. like, I'm like, why is this? And I guess because the four has all that like uh, face ID technology into it, which I, you know, as I say it now it makes sense. Okay. Obviously they couldn't put the hole punch display. But I'm just looking at it in terms of design. I'm going, yeah, the $400 phone looks better than your $900 phone. And there's a lot more of that as we, you know, as we look um, into companies like Huawei and stuff like that. And I don't know if any of those companies will be at CES, although I think last year at CES was the first time we saw like a, was that where the folding phone was? I think, yeah, they, they snuck out like that Royal Flex Pie, yeah. they, which is like a disaster. But yeah, they, they had like yeah, a folding yeah. phone. But there. at least you got to see it, right? So yeah. I'm wondering, I'm wondering, 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 like if we'll see something like that there. Um, I like what um, some companies are doing um, with how much they're packing into a $500 and less phone. We're seeing more and more of that. Um, and, you know, the bill says, you know, the Pixel 3a, it's 99% of what most people need. And that I would agree with that. You're gonna. I think the real innovation right now is coming in the the mid tier, not so much the high end. Like the high end, has got these cool little gimmicks and stuff that you use for a little while and you forget about it. Um, like for example, I remember everyone making a huge deal about the update that was going to come with the iPhone 11 Pro that was going to allow you to use the front and back cameras. And like I forgot all about it. Most people forgot about that. Like, is that even a thing yet? I don't even no, know. No, it's actually coming out uh, later this month. <clears throat> At the end of the month is when they're promising it. That's from like Filmic Pro, and mm -hmm. um, uh, uh, yeah, uh, apparently it's gonna be limited to like 1080, which was like disappointing to me. Mm. Like they like really overhyped that at the keynote, and I was like, that looks like a really cool feature that I could see like using. Yeah. But then I was like, well, if you're limiting it to like 1080p video, it's like it becomes like less useful because like the 4K on the iPhones looks so nice. But yeah, I, yeah, I guess there's yeah, like totally. certain situations where you could use it. Like 1080, I guess, is fine, but. Tony's fine, but I think yeah, I also think it also depends on what you're using it for. And if you're using all five of those cameras, you're probably doing something high end. In which case, you probably yeah, they, need, exactly. And that yeah. might be, but that might be more a limitation of the hardware more than the software. Which is surprising because right? um, it's like you look at like this hardware and like like the scores you get and like everything, and it's like you think it would be able to do it, but then you have to remember like processing 4K video, it is very intensive. So it's like a miracle yeah. the, these four, phones four can do it at all. To be honest, would be a lot. But I don't even know that it's that. It might be something. It might be a bandwidth issue somewhere in the in the in yeah. the chip, which we've seen on. Um, which is why I think what is it? The Pixel Four. One of them. Oh, Pixel Four. I think it is that doesn't do 4K 60, right? Yes. So that's an actual. That's a hardware limitation. I remember reading some some stuff about it. it actually, isn't a software limitation. It's a hardware limitation. A weird one. Well, well, you'd have like instances um, yeah. of like where the Pixel Four couldn't. Uh, some of them couldn't at 4K like for like prolonged periods of time. If you're shooting the video, like even like 30 FPS would become like choppy and like it wouldn't have like wow. the correct frame rate. So oh my gosh, yeah. Google just stop. <laughs> that's that's one. Stop with the high end stuff. Just do mid range stuff, well, and you'll be yeah. alright. Uh, yeah, the 4A, I mean, it, I like the 3A a lot. It looks like it's basically going to be like the same kind of deal, like a plastic body phone with like a single lens camera, but it's going to be like the same single lens as the 4. So I'm, I'm excited for that one. I, I really like the design of it because it looks like an S10e, which I'm like, okay, give me that. Um, but any, are you like, are you like hyped for the S20 at all or? 
Any features? Uh, I don't know yet. I got to see. Like, I know there's leaks and everything, yeah. but I try to stay away from them for the most part, unless I have to do a video on them. Um, we're only a, m a month or so away from the actual presentation. February, what, 11th? I'll do videos on it. Yeah, February 11th, that leaked. <laughs> Ironically, the, the show leaked. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, looking forward to that, I guess. Uh, I, you know, just like anything else, if it's interesting and, and there's a compelling reason to get it, I'll get it. Um, I don't know that it'll replace my everyday driver, but I will be able to either trade in my 10R, which has been sitting around, or my OnePlus 7 Pro towards that. I'll probably do the OnePlus 7 Pro, I think. Well, I don't know. We'll see how it works. Um, that, and I'll, that way I'll have my iPhone 10, 11 Pro, and then also um, the S11. But I'll have to get whatever the S11 Pro, because I can't do smaller phones anymore. <clears throat> but we'll see. Like, yeah. Um, I, you know, I'm interested to see what Samsung does. Last year, they had a great presentation for the S10, S10 Plus. Like, it went over very well. Was the was the S10 presentation so, when they like when they like showed like the fold for like the first time and like they made it like really dark and they like whipped it out of, like his pocket? He's like, yeah. Ah. Well, no, no, that was a, a thing previous. There was the S10. I think is when they actually showed it. So that was the same uh, event. I like they showed off the fold. Yeah, yeah, you know, I think you're right. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. It was. I just remember it universally being well received like that event was like wow samsung actually pulled a rabbit out of the hat because no one thought it was going to be any good because we thought we knew everything about it it was you know no big deal but they did a really good job so i'm hoping to see more of the same do you, so you think we'll see a fold two at this event that would be interesting we might see that newer version that clamshell one yes and if that clamshell one comes out at 850 which is what they're saying 850 that's what i Ooh. saw i think max Weinbike say I would probably. I'm get getting it. 850. I'm getting it. I want a folding yeah, phone to I'm test out. Uh, like 850. Yeah. I'm, I'm getting it. I was hoping they'd do the fold too as well because I'd probably get it and just to be like, all right, let's see. Had had uh, had a couple uh, some time to fix uh, the issues. Hopefully, <laughs> but yeah, 850 yeah, I mean, for like the for like the Motorola, and the Motorola ones like what like 1500. So they're gonna eat their lunch if yeah, they come out at yes, 850. Yes. So that's. Now we'll see. Here's the thing: we don't know this for a thousand percent sure, but let's say it is a fifty. That completely destroys the Motorola. Yeah, like the Motorola's. Oh, it's done. It's over because the Motorola isn't even really out yet. Secondarily, they're using kind of a slower processor. Although you could argue that in that clamp, that form factor, you may not need a more powerful um, processor. However, Samsung will very likely use a better processor. In which case, you're like, well, why would I buy the Motorola? Period. Yeah. So I don't know if, if Samsung comes back out and they come out under a thousand for a folding phone, which I have a hard time believing, but yeah. if they do, woo, I think it's gotta I'm be at least board. a thousand. Like I can't see eight. At least it's like crazy. Like, yeah. So this is, this is why I don't know why I think I forget what Max one bike said about it. He said it on Twitter, uh, but he had read it somewhere. It was, it was some leak or something. Again, that could be completely wrong. Yeah. Prices are the one thing that have been fairly inaccurate on almost all yes. the phone leaks. Like everything else is accurate. Yes. But that's like a, oh, by the way, from what I understand, I was looking at some of the people who are at CES, there's like leaks of the S11, S20, whatever, there now. Um, I also was offered by email um, the other day, not only the S11 cases, but the dummy for it. Um, I didn't reply to it because I'm not going to be around, but. So that's out there. Um, and the cases tend to be accurate. So, I mean, there's very rarely a case where a case, <laughs> very rarely a case where the cases are wrong. They're almost always right. Yeah. So, you know, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It, what if they do a case for that? Can you do a case for a folding phone? You have to do the, the two parts. Yeah, you would have to just break it up in two. Uh, other things about the S20, though, before we uh, get off that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So two big features, which are rumored, is 120 hertz uh, 
display refresh Oof. rate, which is going to be I'd cool. Be uh, I imagine like the iPhone 12 would also get that because you know no you know Apple uses Samsung display tech in their phone, so I would imagine they would be able mm-hmm. to do you know they call it ProMotion on the iPad. So I imagine we see like similar things there. I'm not sure what, like the battery hit would be on that because like obviously faster mm. refresh rate impacts the battery. I know Apple does something in software with the iPads to limit that, like unless you're touching it and then it goes to 120 hertz. So hopefully Samsung does something like that to mitigate the battery because like, you know, like the batteries on these phones are getting like really good. It would it would it would stink to like take like a step back. From what I understand, though, the rumors are they're going to pack like giant batteries into these as well. So probably to mitigate that. Mm. And then I imagine yeah. it's Android, so if you, if you really want a high battery life, you'll just be able to turn that off in software. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and then 8K video recording is a rumor, which that's crazy. That's bonkers. Like, so I wouldn't worry about 8K video recording. I would like to do what Sony does on like their A6400, where it shoots everything in 6K, but then down samples to 4K, which gives you a lot of options for like zooming in and out, yeah. and, like all these really cool things without losing, um, you know, without losing any quality. So. Yeah. It's good, Daniel. Good to see you. Um, yeah, so I would, I would, that's what I would be more excited. I want to be excited about an 8K file so you don't, size. You don't like think it's actually going to be like 8K? Like, I think it will be because. Maybe it will be. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, is the time. You, you just want like, to like zoom in. To, like, you're excited to like zoom into your footage and like not lose detail. I would like to, them to use that technology smarter rather than just doing a spec race. Like, hey, we got 8K now. That's great. No, the F1 is going to use that because you can't freaking show it anywhere unless you're MKBHD. Well, like no one's watching yeah. 4K on their phones as it is. That's that's so, true. You know. But like like you said, like you could shoot in 8K and then even if you're doing yeah. like a 4K project, you basically can like zoom in and like not lose any right. detail. So that could yeah. be like, like that could be really like compelling. Super 4K or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Make some good technology with it. I'm not the guy to makes that stuff well, happen. You, you know, I'm it's just, just going to be like, you know, it's just going to be like, ah, and you can watch your 8K footage on our 8K Samsung TV. <laughs> like that's 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 like the pitch, right? Like it's like, oh, you get get the 8K. I think 8K. so. And I think that's the point. Honestly, I remember when 4K first came out on phones, like it wasn't like the greatest looking video. Like it's still like like the, like you can get to like those resolutions, but like there might be like other issues like you know, yeah. right now like even like the iPhone, like there's like certain like limitations if you're do- like, actually they fixed that this year, but previously like they could do like 4K 60 frames per second, but then they couldn't do like high dynamic range. So you might see something similar yeah. to like this, like, oh yeah, you can get 8K resolution and it can only be at 24 frames per second and there's not going to be like any sort of high dynamic yeah. range. So and then it I ends don't up care looking about worse. it. And at that point I don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I just give me, then give me 6K with all the options Motion state, like everything that you normally, you know, when you normally go through a Samsung phone, as you raise the the thing, it goes, well, with, if you do this, then you lose these features. Give me 4K 60 with every single feature. And- give me 4K 120 <laughs> frames uh, slow, slow motion. Like, give me all that with no compromises. And this with none. This this camera is also going to be like, what, a, 102 megapixels rumored? 108. 108. Okay, I keep getting them mixed up. 108. Yeah. That's, that's weird to me. Like, I remember there was a time when... Um, when smartphones like when there was like the camera race back back in the day and everyone was going for like higher megapixels like the the Nokia phones from uh, Windows they had like really high megapixel phones but the cameras weren't better than what say like Apple was doing on theirs using like yeah. an 8 megapixel sensor at the time and right. i wonder if we're just getting back into that race like most phones today are like 12 megapixel sensors maybe 16 and now 
all of a sudden I'm hearing about this camera and I've been hearing about it for a while that there's going to be a 108 megapixel sensor. And I, and I think about that and I think of like my full frame camera, which is a Sony and that's only like a 24 megapixel. So I'm trying to like yeah. gather in my head, like what, what, like, is that going to like be like, that should be like amazing. <laughs> like you should be able to like zoom in forever and not lose detail. But I, that's not going to be the case on a smartphone. It's, it, it really is just gonna be like a tech spec, right? Like, yeah. There's no way they can make it like uh, like an actual like 108 megapixel readout, can they? Uh, there was the, so I did a video about it a couple of weeks ago on my channel. It talks about the the reasoning behind the 108 uh, megapixels. So watch that uh, if you're listening to the podcast now. Uh, Bill saying Periscope's cutting out. That's because Periscope sucked. But I, you know, I wanted to do something <laughs> to put us on Twitter at least for now. Uh, we'll, we'll start streaming and more things. We're also going to try to have, um, obviously the YouTube channel we have now, plus along with maybe another channel with just clips of different things. Cause we've talked about a lot of things that are easily clippable just in this, this Listen, episode alone. 20, 2019 so, was the preview for Gadgetcast. 2020. It's where it happens. So many, so many things in the work behind the scenes, you know, me and Travis working day and night. Travis, we got to talk about this later. Uh, <laughs> we work day and night. Can we start doing that? Yeah. Uh, while I'm at CES, can you do that? Yeah. So, so next week's show though, yep. Travis is going to have yes. all the CES information for you. Yes. He's going to, yes. Oof, he's going to be so ready. I highly recommend if you're listening and you want CES stuff, follow me on Twitter or, and, or Instagram where I'll be doing a lot of stuff there. I'm also going to be putting uh, YouTube stories up, uh, while I'm there with stuff that I probably won't be able to fit into regular videos. So if you're interested about that type of stuff, uh, links to my channels are in the description of the YouTube channel and in the show notes of the audio thing. Mabobber, the podcast. Yes. Uh, before we head off, I just want to say thank you to Zach Hall from 9 to 5 Mac. I was on the uh, 9 to 5 Mac Watch Time podcast for the last episode. We talked about the Apple Watch and kind of how I lost a bunch of weight losing it. So if you're interested in stuff like that, definitely check that podcast out. It was a ton of fun doing it. Um, yeah, it was it was really great time. I'd like, thank you again, Zach, for having me on. That was like a high honor for me. So, yeah, you're doing all types of stuff. You did uh, that. You did Telosa podcast. The Telosa podcast. No that was also a very nothing. high honor. If you want to check back, that was like a couple episodes ago. But yeah, did that show as well. Going to be on even more shows in the future, actually. So when that happens, I'll. No I'll one's asking that. me for Jack. They don't realize the skills. They're afraid of me, baby. That's all right. Don't worry <laughs> about it. The players got me holding down. They holding me down. That's all right. Yep. No big deal. Listen, I'm going to see yes, and they're not. So. Put them in their face. <laughs> or maybe they are. Well, I'll see them there. Then I'll say, listen, you should have had me on. All right. That's enough. We got to go. I got things I need to do. I need to pack and everything and shave and all the other things. So listen, for another edition of the Gadget Cast, this is Travis. He's Greg. We're going to do it again. See you next time.